the college basketball experience weekend preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. for every $25 you bet on college basketball. WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness and a thousand dollars in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duels. Stable Duels, a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the Broad Stop. Thank you, guys. the college basketball experience week and preview episode. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee (laughs) recording a bit early today, but uh, I'm hoping I'm optimistic despite (laughs) despite Locking up a team that only scored 28 points today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that's not a good sign. Early in the uh, early in the season, there or early in the slate, I should say. Um, what is this high school women's basketball? I swear, I, I don't get it. But uh, I am joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Come play college basketball DraftKings with us. The college basketball experience. You can find that on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and at this guy's Twitter account, which I'll give you in a second. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Hey, hey, what's going on, man? I mean, twenty-eight points. Your house, and all you got for me is light beer. (laughs) I did lock up William and Mary plus nine, and I thought it was a steal (laughs) of, of a century. Of the century, not a century. Uh, <laughs> they lost in, in forty minutes of basketball. You got twenty-eight points. Wow! I actually think rec league-wise, I mean, we might we we might have been able to do that. <laughs> might have been able to do that. Um, Some of those rec league games are pretty ugly, and sometimes, like you know, you'll have a team with like eight points at halftime. <laughs> yeah, and, and but uh, at. Go ahead. And you guys killed me on this because I was ready to lock up Elon plus fourteen. They only won by twenty six at Hofstra. Well, I kill you on it. I mean, I, I was on Elon as well. I just wasn't ready to lock it. I know? was but going to. You guys, you guys talked me off that cliff. Sometimes you gotta, you know, you know, avoid the noise, man. You gotta, you know, just go with your gut. Yeah, I should have went with my gut because I would have taken them in Bryant. 
I think I'm off to a zero and two start, and uh, I, I, there's some questionable games out there. I don't think I'm going to hit. This might be a horrible night for me. Um, we, well, I guess Middle Tennessee's the, the up. night is young, my friend. Middle the Tennessee's up young, three right. with what uh, forty six seconds left. I don't think I'm going to hit that. I might move to. Damn it! But you're looking all right with your Detroit play. Um, but I'm looking okay with Wilmington. Good old Wilmington coming through for me. It looks like. We'll see, uh, but we gotta we gotta talk college basketball. We have a great weekend ahead of us. I say this every week, for the past month probably, that I think we have the best weekend of college basketball ahead of us. But that's really the case. I'm not trying to gas you. Um, and guys, make sure you get over to iTunes. Give us some good reviews for the college basketball experience. We're giving you these winners, with the exception of William and Mary. <laughs> and uh, come on, give us a little help. Get over to iTunes. Give us a nice five-star review. If you do take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D and we'll send you a t-shirt. How about that? Love is love. Um, let's get to it. Friday uh, game of the day, I believe. And I'll be on the, uh, I'll be on the call. Yes. Me, Sean stack of the money green, Ryan Rowe, money Kramer via the color cast app. So get the color cast app. Even if, even if your phone isn't compatible, maybe your daughter's iPad, whatever, borrow it. Uh, because we got Maction Friday, and me, Sean Stack of the Money Green, Ryan Real Money Kramer will be on the call for Akron at Ohio. Gigantic game in the Mac, Nick. Um, Ohio, huge man. Yeah, Ohio is laying seven points. Um, I think first off, I think it's great. First off, I think it's great you guys are calling this game. I mean, yeah, the Mac doesn't get the love it deserves because right now they're a, they're a solid basketball conference, man. They have been for the last couple seasons. There's a lot of good teams playing in the Mid American, and Ohio is definitely one of them. Uh, Ohio right now is tied for first in the conference with Toledo. Most teams only have like three or four more regular season games to go, so they're trying to keep pace with the Rockets. It's a big game. Yeah. Uh, and, and Akron, like Akron's been in some games. They've lost someone, but they're, they're a good basketball team. This is, I, I think just a big time game. Ohio's laying seven, Nick, seven points. Can the zips come into what is it? Athens, Ohio, the zips are six and four on the road, but Ohio is 15 and one at home. They played on January 4th at Akron, Ohio one by six. I think this is a uh, Joe Burrow country. I think he's from right around there. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, his dad might have. No, he was he a, a he was a, a DC uh, for the Ohio Bobcats and Frank Solich. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, but Ohio is 15 and one straight up at home. I mean, they are. J- I mean, first off, obviously they're you know one if not the second best team in the conference, and they're at home. I'm going Bobcats. I think it's, I've put, I, you know, was thinking about locking it. I was thinking about placing a bet. I haven't yet. I think Ohio gets this win. I mean, Akron is good enough to cover this, but I'm going to, I'm going Bobcats. I think they can get it done. And I think they could win by, you know, like eight or nine points. So it's, it's close. I mean, Vegas has a line probably where it should be, but I'm going to go Bobcats. I'm going to go Bobcats soon. I think the real logic here is they can't afford a loss. If they lose, Kent State's won nine in a row. Kent State owns the tiebreaker over Toledo. They split with Ohio. Uh, I, I think that makes it pretty tricky down the stretch here. Um, but man, this Mac so tournament. So at home, they have to win. Definitely. They got to get it done. But this makes it, uh, this Mac tournament is going to be great with Akron, Buffalo, Kent State, Ohio, and Toledo all playing at a high level. 
Yes. So get the color cast app 3 PM on the West 6 PM on the East. We will have you covered. Okay. Four o'clock. We got Canisius catching what? 15 and a half at Iona 15 and a half. I got to take, I got to take Canisius. I know they lost by uh, what? Eight last time they played on February 4th, but 15 and a half is just a little too much. Give me, give me a uh, Canisius to get it done. Nick. My thoughts exactly. I know, you know, Canisius has lost three in a row. Iona's won three in a row, but you know, we mentioned this when we were doing the preview for today's games last night. It's the time of the year. I mean, it's conference play in late February. I, I tend to take points if it's going to be if they're going to give me 15 or so like they are here. So, Iona wins. They probably win by double digits, but I'm going to say they win by 12 or so. Give me the Golden Griffins. Yeah, I mean it's just a little, little, little high there, a little high there in my opinion. So, um, all right, next up we got we got a big one actually in the MAAC. Um, speaking of, uh, I guess Iona, Iona's got things kind of in control. They have a four game lead, but they're jockeying for position in number two. Monmouth is is last I saw, I thought they were disqualified based on the conference, not letting them in the conference tournament, but we've seen reversals happen. I know there was petitioning going on all across. Um, Sienna is tied with them and St. Peter's is tied with them. All three are tied at 10 and six, four games back from Iona. So they're not going to catch Iona more than likely. I, I, I don't even think there's enough games left for them to catch Iona. No, they're, they're not catching yeah. them, <laughs> um, but they're jockeying for position in the, in the MAAC tournament. And now we have St. Peter's at Monmouth. Um, I'm seeing this at uh, currently Monmouth minus four, minus four. These teams played earlier in the year. St. Peter's one by five back on January 14th. This is in West long branch, New Jersey, buddy. Um, I'm taking the points in St. Peter's just without knowing Monmouth's status. Regardless of their status, it is a pretty, you know, senior laden team for the Monmouth Hawks. And I think they only have a couple more home games left. I think they want to show out, you know, even if they don't have a chance of making the NCAAs or the conference tournament, I'm going to go Monmouth here. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a tight matchup. Obviously both these teams are kind of neck and neck here, but Monmouth at home, they actually do have a decent home court, you know, uh, environment there. I'm going to go Hawks. I, I could totally see it happening. I, I just think it's kind of a 50 50 game. Give me the points. Um, uh, we have another one going on in the MAAC with seating at stake. Manhattan is at Marist. Marist has a half game lead on Manhattan. Gigantic game for, for seating here. I mean, you're talking about potentially uh, Manhattan jumping up to uh, what, fifth place, maybe even fourth place by the end of the season. Um, the Jaspers won by six the last time they played them. Uh, what I mean, look, I'm, Manhattan's my boys. All right, the Jaspers—they've won three in a row. But don't look now, Maris has won five in a row. I don't know if they brought the dunking Dutchman back, Rick Smiths, but um, the, I still, I still can't, can't sigh with you here, man. I, 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 I don't know what you're doing here, but uh, I got Manhattan plus six, and I, I'm actually gonna make this a, a Dundee. Special Jasper's baby. Watch out for my guy Jose Perez. He's crafty. He's crafty. 
It is too many points, man. I mean, and Maris is only six and six overall at home anyway. So it's not like, you know, they're that much better of a team, you know, uh, when they're at home. So uh, it's just too many points. These are two equal teams here. I mean, look at it. You know, one is one team. Maris is thirteen and thirteen overall. Manhattan's fourteen and eleven in conference. It's an eight and nine record compared to a seven and nine record. I mean, there's not that much separation between these teams. Six points is too much. I, I'm on the Jaspers as well. They're not going to bet it personally. I'm not going to lock it up. Oh, you coward! Um, all right. Well, staying in the MAAC, MAAC Fridays, man. Niagara at Ryder. What Niagara burned me, by the way. You started to get me to buy into to Chris Paulus. I'm sorry, Greg Paulus. <laughs> Greg, Jesus, Greg Paulus. I, I've had I've had a cocktail. Um, Greg Paulus and uh, and and they burn me each time. So here I am looking at Niagara. They're they're going on the road to the Ryder Moving Company. Uh, this is a line I'm. I'm kind of shocked that uh, Ryder's the favorite, but I guess I'm not that shocked <laughs> because uh, Niagara's been uh, uh, just an incredibly hard team to read. Once again, they're currently eighth in the MAAC. Ryder's ninth. Give me Niagara plus the point. I'm going with your boy one more time. You better not burn me against the moving <laughs> company. I'm with you. I'm with you. And by the way, even though Greg Paulus played point guard at Duke under Coach K, and you know what, he was. He was a frustrating player. He was not my favorite blue devil. Let's just keep it at that. Uh, but he never coached at Duke. He was, he was a grad assistant at Ohio state. So I don't think, you know, he falls under the coach K, you know, uh, coaching tree, if you will. Really? Cause um, I, I think he's like the greatest player that's ever been to Duke because he also played college <laughs> football. That was pretty awesome when he was like, you know what? Things aren't going so great as a point guard. Let me try quarterback. And he, he started was a, you know, in the a ACC star in, in, in high school. <laughs> But how ridiculous is that? He went and then started in the ACC like six months that is later. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, granted, he wasn't very good at Syracuse as a quarterback. Doesn't matter. To be on a D1 playing, level, right? to be on a D1 level in the Power Five. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, Ryder won the first matchup by three at Niagara. Ryder has lost three in a row. I'm going to go with my Purple Leaguers. I'm going to I'm gonna go with Greg Paulus. I think uh, Niagara comes into Ryder and I think they get the W. There we go. All right. Uh, this, if I had to nominate this, like to me, the best game of the day is either Akron, Ohio, or this one right here. And you will be at this one folks. Uh, if you find yourself in Richmond, Virginia, this one, The wild one here is NC Nick because he is going to be in Richmond, Virginia, catching the spiders. I will be at the Robin Center watching the Richmond Spiders play the St. Louis Billikens. And what are they laying? Two and a half. I see a, a three out there. Yeah. Let's see. What's the official line that we're picking at? I think I think we're gonna call it at three because that's what I'm seeing at most books at the moment. But this one, don't look now. St. Louis has a one-game lead on Richmond. One game lead. So if Richmond wins this one, uh, now they played on January second. St. Louis won by seven in St. Louis. Uh, this is one though with major implications because Richmond would like to potentially get that four spot, that five spot, anything but the six spot, essentially. Um, right, right. And 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 by the way, if anybody is in Richmond, hit me up, and I will give you the opportunity of buying me a beer. Mm. 
Well, well crafted. Well crafted. I'm joking. I'll, I'm joking. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> if you're a listener, I'll buy you a beer. All right. <laughs> but I'm going Richmond, man. Uh, you know, first off, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be, you know, it's, it's not like I'm a big spider fan, but I'll be rooting for the home team. And I think just laying two and a half or three, I think they're going to win this. Uh, Richmond is a good team at home. They are 10 and three straight up and they are going to be looking to, you know, get some revenge for losing in St. Louis. And don't look now, but Tyler Burton, their small forward, that guy's been on a tear lately. Seven straight games in double figures, including the 36 point outing he had against the Bonnies a couple of weeks ago. I think Richmond gets it done. I, I expect the crowd to be loud uh, at you know 7 p.m. Uh, on a Friday night. Well, and just how about this? They're a senior ridden team. All right, they're a senior ridden team, Nick, and uh, you lock know, it up. I'm talking Those about spiders. You know what? This might be a lock because they only have one other home game and that happens to be against the Dayton flyers. And this is a, a lot of super seniors on this team. They have two more games at their home stadium NC Nick witnessing one of them and what you chose the words correctly. And I feel like I want to back that and you should buy NC Nick a beer because we've bought, we've essentially <laughs> bought you several beers by following our picks. All right. Um, all right. Let's move down the lines here. Uh, that's a great game. That's a great game. This one, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to join you on this. Uh, give me, talking. Let's pull. Let's pull it back to the Richmond game. I'm locking. Oh. Up, I'm locking up the spiders. Love it. All right. What do spiders do, Nick? They crawl. All right. Let's crawl our way to the finish line. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, Northwesterns at Penn State. Nittany Lions are not. Don't look now. They're nine and four at home. Meanwhile, Northwesterns three and six on the road. But yet. I mean, what am I missing here? Why is the line only two? Penn State minus two. You know what? Give me that music again. Give me the Nittany Lions minus two. Micah Shrewsbury's got them playing ball at home. I actually think he's a he was a sneaky good hire by Penn State. Yeah, I mean, you know, I consider them basically like Rutgers light at home. You know, I mean, just look how at, at Penn State and some of their their recent home wins. They've beaten you know Michigan State, Minnesota, Iowa, Rutgers, Indiana. They only lost to Michigan by a point. Plus, Penn State won in Evanston back in early January by four. So, I, yeah, I mean, I guess Northwestern has a little bit of a revenge angle, but Penn State is that good at home. You might be convincing me to ride with you this time. Uh, let's, let's hop on it. it. Hop on it. Uh, on. There we go. We got a double lock right there. The Penn State Nittany Lions. Hey, they're better at home in basketball than they are in football. Can have all the whiteouts you want, all right? But uh, but the basketball team's putting up better stats at home. ULM is at Georgia Southern. We don't have to talk too much about this one, but uh, ULM is getting three against the the Eagles of Georgia Southern, Nick. So I mean, you know, right there. Um, Where's my sound drop? Damn it. I can't find it. I'm, I'm struggling to find it. I was trying to do the Eagle. It didn't work out, but uh, <laughs> thank wh- you. What are you doing? Here? There we <laughs> go. <laughs> there we uh, go. Uh, I'm on ULM. I'm taking a shot on ULM. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, I I've seen Georgia Southern a couple of times lately, um, including one of the games against Georgia state where they lost and didn't cover Georgia Southern's just not very good. Flat out. You know um, what? Lefty Drizelle's not walking through that door. Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's not like ULM is going to be dancing or anything either, but they've been 
fairly impressive this year. They've been better than people have thought. I just think they're the better team right now. I uh, granted, yeah, they're on the road here, but I'll take the three points. Go Warhawks. There we go. I'm with you. Uh, more more fun belt Sun Belt Friday action as uh, Louisiana Lafayette at Georgia State. Now Georgia State, believe it or not, I mean, two weeks ago they were like eight. Ga- they were in last place. Look like there's no way the Panthers are going to win the Sun Belt. They were preseason favorites to in many publications. Well, they won six in a row and they are just two and a half games back. That's a just enough amount of time for them to get the one seed, especially with uh with some of the other battles that are happening where where teams are gonna be losing in front of them. So the Panthers are laying, I'm seeing at the moment, six and a half. This line opened up at three and a half. So big time money coming in on the, the Panthers. Opened up at three and a half. That's crazy, was that low? Yeah. Yeah, and now yeah, it's I'm all this. over the Panthers, man. You you mentioned six in a row. They're also they've also what won nine out of the last ten, uh, and they beat Lafayette, you know, in Louisiana by four. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna lock this up. I, I, you sold you know, me. Georgia you State. sold me on that. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it, man. Wait, wait. Let's even. I don't even need that. Let's double oh. lock Georgia State Panthers. They are on a roll, kind of like St. Bonaventure. They struggled all year, but then. Right. Come February, they're showing uh, what they got. Now, this is one I think we should consider locking. This is what you call a fringe lock, Nick. Harvard is at Princeton, Ivy League Fridays. Harvard is getting nine points. What am I missing here? <laughs> what am I missing? Harvard won by one uh, just a few days ago on on February twenty. Or no, they haven't played in two years actually. Um, what am I missing well, they here? Didn't play- they didn't play last year. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, what what am I missing I, here though? Nine? I don't know, but yeah, I mean, in general, in the Ivy League, uh, when a team is laying a lot of points, go dog, especially if it's this kind of rivalry here. So yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna take the points. I'm not gonna bet it. I, I don't. This I don't is a bet fringe lock. This is a fringe lock right here. Talk. I agree, it's a fringe lock, but I I don't think I'm gonna move it into lock territory. I don't think I'm gonna bet it personally, but I am on the points. I think this is going to, you know what? Fuck you. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I, I locked up Yale the other day. That thing treated me well. Take the nine in Harvard coastal Carolina is at little rock. Uh, fun belt, sunbelt action coastal with a big win the other day. Coastal's laying six and a half. It opened up at eight. Daryl Walker. You're going to go with Daryl Walker. No, I'm going coastal. What are you doing? Nick? Yeah, I'm gonna go my shot clears by six and a half. I don't love it. I mean, Coastal's pretty average in the Sun Belt, but Little Rock is you know towards the bottom of the league, and yeah, it's getting almost to you know spring uh, spring break season. So I think uh, Little Rock is packing it in, and uh, I'm gonna go Coastal to uh, you know lay six and a half here. But uh, it's 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 a little too many points to, to feel that comfortable. I think Coastal definitely wins, but give me my shot clears. You know, I find this conference fascinating. I, I'm I'm on that too. I'm on the Chanticleers as well. But I'm seeing, uh, well, for some of these teams, they only have one or two games left. But it's crazy. It, the the Coastal Carolina this weekend, if they win, and perhaps some other teams lose, they could actually find themselves with like the four seed. But right now, they're like the nine seed in in the uh, in the Sun Belt. It is chaotic, and that's the reason why we got to bring up this game. App State's currently in second; they're a half game back from first place. They are at Arkansas State, who is four games back, but 
just one game ago, they were uh, two and a half games back. <laughs> uh, Try to follow along. <laughs> I mean, it's tough. It's tough. And App State's been pretty, pretty uh, average on the road, six and six. Arkansas State's 10 and three at home. App's laying two. Did I get that correct? No, no, no. no I'm sorry. App's no, getting no. two. They're yeah, getting, getting two. two. Yeah. I went Red Wolves, though. I- Kind of surprising line there. You would think App would be favored here, and you know maybe you could argue that the game smells a bit. Uh, but just on the surface, I think App is the better team here. Uh, I think I'm going to ride with my Mountaineers. Uh, I mean, Arkansas State has lost four of the last five. Granted, they were on a four-game road trip before losing to Coastal. Uh, what just la- just yesterday. I'm going to go up state though. I just think they're the better team here and uh, I think they can get it done on the road. So if you're looking for storylines to follow for Friday, Sunbelt Friday, Funbelt Friday is, is that the storylines right there. App State is playing for the one seed. Um App State I believe this is the final game of the season for them. You know what? I think I just swayed my pick then from taking App State so, cuz now they know they have to so I am gonna gonna go take App State because so this is one of the leagues that has a, a pretty early uh, conference tournament, huh? Yeah, no, but this is incredibly important for them to get the one seed because yeah. and and when you see that Texas State has to go at Troy at the same time, this is going on. That that's a, the next game here. Well, Troy is playing for the one seed too. So if App State loses and Troy beats Texas State, Troy will have the one seed in the Sun Belt. That's a big if, my friend. A big if. Well, I can tell you this, buddy. Um, these three teams are the clear-cut three best teams based on wins in the conference, and uh, and they're all going at it. It's, you know, especially, I mean, we'll get to the Troy and Texas State game. They they play each other, but yeah, it's going to be a fun little Friday to determine who's going to win the Sun Belt. And and Troy, let's just get to it then, because uh, t- Troy is. Uh, I just locked them up yesterday. They took care of business. They've been a team that was projected to be last. They are a home dog. So perhaps they took they took it personal. They could win their conference. They could win their conference if if they uh if they get a little help from the App State situation. And, I, and honestly, I don't remember Troy ever being decent at basketball. Dude, they I remember doing the preview. They were projected as last or second to last. Right, right. And here they Meanwhile, are. like I said yesterday, Texas State has been a cash cow for me. The Bobcats, uh, they've won eight in a row. They've covered six straight games. And like we mentioned, they have currently have a half game lead over app in the Sun Belt. So they win, they win the Sun Belt. I'm on Texas State. Lock it up again. Wow, I'd see Nick locking it up there. Let me give him some music there. Here's why I'm taking Troy. They're 10 and two at home this year, Texas state, six and five on the road. They beat Texas state, you know, in Texas also. I also just think the storyline of Troy, the team projected to be in last or second to last to win the Sun Belt. that I think they're going to get up for this one. I think they've taken a personal all year. Give me the Trojans. What city is Texas State in? It's San not Marcos. Coming to me. San Marcos. Yep. Yeah. Look at that. You're a professional, buddy. That is a huge game right there. And uh 
Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess, uh, and I, let, let me just make sure South Alabama, South Alabama is three and a half game back. So I guess there's that there, they could move up if Georgia state was to lose. That's not going to happen though. So we don't need to talk about that game. Um, Cause I don't have a line on it anyway. Iowa at Nebraska. Last one I'll touch for Friday night. Um, I feel like we don't even need to talk about this one either. Cause it sucks, but I, <laughs> I was getting a, is laying 11. I'm sorry. In uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, Nick, what are you doing here? Um, I, Iowa. I mean, yeah. yeah. Are you really going to bet Nebraska right now? <laughs> you, you serious? Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> these two, these teams played two weeks ago in Iowa, uh, in, in Iowa City, and Iowa won by 23. Um, I'm not. I mean, actually, the more I talk about it, I might consider locking it up. But I, I think I have enough bets, you know, currently on on Friday. But looking at one more, I mean, I could see Iowa rolling in to Lincoln and just laying a smackdown on them. I mean, the last three games were Nebraska. They've lost by 12 at Northwestern. They lost at home to Maryland by 16, and that <laughs> blowout in you, Iowa City. I you just took Nebraska so. in that Maryland game, you crazy bastard! <laughs> I learned my lesson. Never again. I'm on the Hawkeyes. Um, yeah, and then the late night game is San Jose State, San Diego State. Yeah, look, there's no line. It's going to be 20. It's going to be 20. Don't worry. Let's just hop into Saturday. But before we get to Saturday, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet's giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and a thousand dollars in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. All right, man. I mean, look, this is uh, this. Uh, I I I I really believe this Saturday is the best Saturday we've had this year. Now that tends you know to what? happen. I, I've stopped trying to compare them to other Saturdays. Let's just say that this is going to be an awesome freaking day of college basketball. At the stakes are higher though, so it's got to be better. It of course, sense. the later you go into the season, yeah. the stakes are higher. Definitely. So we're going to open up nine a.m. We got Bedlam and Bedlam on the hardwood, I should say. And uh, look, the NCAA is a bunch of bunch of crooks. They're not letting Oklahoma State in the NCAA tournament. Bullshit. Uh, Porter Moser's fighting for his postseason life. Doesn't I mean? It, it, there's not many more opportunities for the Sooners if they can take care of business here in Norman, and then beat West Virginia in Norman, and then up the upset K State in Manhattan. I think they're going to get in, but. They gotta take care of the boys that they are disrespecting by leaving the Big Twelve. That is why this is a juicy storyline. That is why I can't wait to watch this game. Oklahoma has been terrible in their last ten games. Uh, <laughs> they're they're just two and eight in their last ten. They've lost four you, in a row. You had to start with this game on Saturday. You're you're trying to get my blood pressure. I'm up. going chronologically with the nine a.m. slate. How the hell does Lunardi have them first four out? This is a team, Oklahoma. They've lost well. They've <laughs> lost four games in a row. In their last fifteen games, they are three and twelve straight up. And in conference play, they're four and eleven. Dude, we don't need to see them anymore. Okay, yes. three and twelve straight up in your last fifteen and, games, and, and does, they're making the tournament. Get the hell out of here! And I'm quickly pulling up Joe Lunardi's uh, uh, bracketology because I want to know who he has behind them. <laughs> 
because they, they're probably like a team like twenty seven and and four. <laughs> you so, know? Yeah. So I will I will tell you. So the the first four out that group of four joining Oklahoma is Dayton, BYU, SMU. Yeah, Dayton's Behind one them, game out of first place in the A ten. Right. Dayton beat Kansas. Oklahoma couldn't even beat Kansas. Um, so behind them, the next four out: Florida, Kansas State, Oregon, St. Bonaventure. I Actually, would, that isn't that great. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would much rather see Kansas State because I think they're better. And Kansas State, ha, you know, got they dealt all those losses with they, they had during that COVID stretch. I I think are, have to kind of tarnished their resume in a way. I, but all I, I know is that I don't think I've ever seen a team limp to the regular season finish line. Like Oklahoma has three and 12 in their last 15 games, I'll, I'll say not this. against the spread straight up. And if they're, th- if they're considering if Oklahoma goes one and two in that stretch and they put them in <laughs> crazy, get out of here. I, look, I, I understand the big 12 is really good this year. There's no like, you know, gimme games. There's no, you know, buy bye weeks, if you will. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can't have that kind of record I, in the I, last 15 games. I'd much rather see. This is why they need me on the committee because uh, I would put in Monmouth as a team that is getting robbed of their NCAA uh, uh, conference tournament bid for, for, for seeing a better opportunity for their university. Um, I would, I put, would just put in anybody. I mean, there's so many more deserving teams, even if they're not better than Oklahoma, Oklahoma does not deserve to be in the tournament. Yes. Yes. It's plain and simple, you know? So with that said, going back to this game, uh, Oklahoma state did win by nine in Stillwater recently, but the Cowboys are not very good on the road this year, two, six and one ATS. I think they're like a, a bottom 15, bottom 20 team in the country ATS on the road. You know, Elijah Harkless though, out for the year now for Oklahoma. Yeah, that, 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 that definitely hurts. I think Oklahoma gets the, the win here. But this is gonna be a close game, man. This is like you know, this might have like a buzzer beater or something. I think this is the motivation. If you're if you're uh if you're uh what's my guy's name? Earl Boykin, is that it? No. Uh, the, no, no, no. no, he played point guard Why, for what, Eastern Michigan. I back know. In the day. Well, who am I thinking of the coach for Oklahoma State right now? I'm sorry, these cocktails are adding up. Uh Mike well, Boynton. Cheers. Mike Boynton. Mike there, Boynton. There you go. Um if you know you don't have a postseason. So right. in my mind, this is your season. This team is yeah. leaving you. Your TV contracts ruin, are going to be your shit. rival season. Definitely. Yes. You, you, this is, uh, you know, and they're not only doing that, there's the storyline of them leaving to the sec. You only have, mm-hmm. I think three games left now against Oklahoma providing you don't, uh, well, Oklahoma state can't play in the big 12 tournament this year, but next year, maybe you meet again. I don't know, but I, I think this is where you sent, you can, you can really, re, you can really drive the, drive the stake through the heart right here. Come on, Oklahoma state. Give me the Cowboys in, in Norman. My guess is Sooners minus three or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go Cowboys. Yeah. I'll go. That's some saying you gotta go with them. Florida's at Georgia. Any chance Florida is currently uh, 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 in Lenardi's. He's the, that they're, they're the fifth team out the fifth team out. Um, any chance the Bulldogs and Tom Crean where I thought, didn't I see like some type of scandal going on there? I don't even know, but uh, Georgia, I know you locked them up at a and M they're one and nine in their <laughs> last 10. They've lost eight in a row. Any chance? 
No, I think Florida finally being healthy with Castleton back, and uh, obviously they know you know they need they they can't afford a loss to Georgia. Let's See, just put it like that. But so this game's even fun. This game's even fun because they can ruin them. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah, they, Georgia, you know, Georgia fans will love it. Yeah, and they would love to ruin Florida's season. All right, the big one. This is still nine a.m. Uh, Purdue is at Michigan State. What is happening in East Lansing now? I did like Tom Izzo's comments regarding regarding the fact. I don't know if you saw this, Nick. Uh, Patrick Ewing was outspoken on the fact that we don't need to uh, have handshakes in college basketball anymore. It's retarded. And Tom Izzo, do you see his reactions to this? I and I completely agree with Tom Izzo. Yeah, I mean Patrick Such Ewing. Such a lame excuse. Like one little thing, you know, one little incident or something, and and let's cancel handshakes, dude. Uh, you know, whatever we played organized basketball. I mean, it was, it was, you know, you, you play a good game, win or lose, you shake the other team's hand, you know, it's ridiculous. Well, and Patrick Ewing's like, well, in college basketball, we don't need this. It's like, well, well I don't, I think college basketball might be saying we don't need you in the coming months. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, you know, w- win some games and talk to me, Pat. All right. Uh, anyway, I mean, this is a line though. Talk about just, just lo- you losing gas by the finish line here. Uh, Michigan State is four and six in their last ten. They've lost three in a row. Uh, they're they're, I mean, they're at home. They're ten and three at home. But man, they lost by twenty six. I locked up Michigan State plus seven at Iowa. They lost by twenty six. <laughs> They've lost by forty and twenty six the last two times they played in Iowa City. That's not good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rem- make a note for next year, okay? Yes, Please yes. make a note for next year. <laughs> but here we are, Nick. Uh, they do have a gigantic opportunity, and especially with the with the Illinois game going on right now, with Illinois up eight. Purdue's in the driver's seat in the Big Ten. Well, they're tied with Wisconsin right now. I wouldn't say driver's seat unless you got two drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's possible to have two drivers. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I'm saying like they they control their own destiny for a share of a Big Ten championship. All right. Sure. And. Michigan State. Meanwhile, I'm wondering. I'm wondering how they have them so soundly in the NCAA tournament right now. I'll be honest, because I, I w- I'm wondering the same thing. Like, like I know a lot of my ACC teams have some major blemishes, but they are getting like no love this year. And I don't know if it's some metric, some ranking Michigan metric State or something. Is a six seed. Yeah. How well, are why? they? How? Like I told, it, I told you last <laughs> week when they had Michigan State as a five seed, I was like, dude. Pencil that in now. I think I think they were playing like I think Lenardi had them playing Davidson. Maybe I yeah. was like, guess who they dude, have been playing now? Who's that? San Francisco. Oh, dude, the Dons. Give me them. I dude, mean, it, I might. Michigan I, State they, struggles they might, to score. They might and they win by no double digits. Play. San Francisco's better than Iowa. Iowa just won by twenty six against Michigan State. Now a neutral site game. I. I don't get it. I think San Francisco. I, mean, I I don't. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I really don't. And like, I, you bring up a great point. Like when I, I heard the other day, I was watching uh, uh, when Miami lost to UVA. They said Miami might not get in the NCAA tournament, and I said, I I, I think Miami's better than Michigan State. <laughs> like, gun to my head. I agree. Gun to my it's head. Close. There, I mean, like, it's not like you know head and shoulders above, but I would agree. And they have Michigan State as a sixty right now. Is it? Is it just like the Tom Izzo love, which it's gotta be, but, but that opens you up. 
Like I, I know you're a Duke fan, but I've always felt like Duke gets the Notre Dame love, like in football, where sometimes you say, "What?" You know what I mean? Like you're like, okay. And it's not only Duke. I felt like when North Carolina had Dean Smith or Roy Williams, sometimes you'd be like, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like what, what, how are they, how are they so soundly even North Carolina right now to tell you the truth? Like, no, I mean, North Carolina's a 10, so I guess I can't complain, but North Carolina, and Michigan state to me are, are like on the same level. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, if you want to go back and look at, 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 at Michigan state this year. Okay. So they, I mean, even the wins aren't that impressive. So they beat out of conference they beat Loyola Chicago and Yukon, which is pretty solid. There's or there, you know, Yukon's going to be in the tournament. Loyola Chicago has a, a chance to, uh, but then in conference they beat Wisconsin and that's about it, man. Yeah. And, and Wisconsin. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, the, I mean, compa- you, know, yeah, that to you New- beat Minnesota and Penn state and Northwestern and Nebraska and Minnesota again. And Maryland, uh, Michigan is a bubble team. They beat them, uh, you know. But uh, right now, I have two victories over teams that are currently in the field of sixty-four or sixty-eight. And if you compare that to like a North Carolina, now I know North Carolina, they have them projected in. So obviously, it's not like me making the case that they've but won, but not as a six seed. <laughs> yeah, well, that's this you is know? my point. For, well, North Carolina beat Michigan by twenty-one, right? Yeah, North Carolina beaten. Michigan, they beat Furman, who has a chance to be in the NCAA tournament. They beat Appalachian State by twenty, which has a chance. Um, and Virginia, I mean, I don't—they're not projected in right now. Um, who else did UNC beat? UNC beat Virginia Tech. They beat. Uh, I mean, the ACC is well, bad. They, they don't have a whole Virginia lot of great Tech. wins either. <laughs> Uh, but let's face it. I, mean, I have no problem with Michigan State being in the field right now. They just shouldn't be as high as a six seed. Yeah, so that's ridiculous, though. Right. Um, like if you were to compare but, Rutgers, Rutgers schedule, Rutgers a ten seed right now. I know. Yeah, Rut- what's the difference? Rutgers has beaten way better teams. Way better right. teams. Right. Rutgers beat Purdue. They beat uh, every good team that went to Piscataway. They beat. Doesn't make and if sense. you look at it, they're you know a half game up in the in the Big Ten standings too. Uh, overall, yeah, I mean, I guess you know overall record, Michigan State has two more wins, okay, but Rutgers has one more in conference win. So I don't know. We're going off on a tangent here. Let's get back to the it game. It just here. doesn't make any sense, man. It doesn't completely agree. Uh, it's hard to pick Sparty right now, but I guess it all depends on what the line is with Purdue coming into East Lansing. I'm thinking it's going to be like Purdue what minus five. If so, I think I'll ride Purdue. If it's closer to like, I don't know, man. I think I just gotta go Purdue. If it's eight, I might go state. It's yeah, not, it's Purdue not gonna be eight though. Come back down to earth lately too, you know. I could see state winning this too at the same time because Purdue does. Purdue's not overly, imp- in my opinion, Purdue as the fourth ranked team in the country. I think fraudulent. And right now, Purdue is a two seed, according to Lenardi. I think that is a pretty fraudulent two seed. Uh, actually, right now, the East, Lenardi has Auburn as a one seed and Purdue as a two seed. I would say both those teams, you could argue, are kind of fraudulent. Um, but anyway, so I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to go Purdue if it's if it's six or lower. Anything more than that, I I, I might ride the home dog. I'm going to take a shot on, on Sparty. They're, they're due for a win. One um, more time. 
One more time. Uh, Miami, Ohio at Toledo in the Mac. Toledo is still playing for a uh, Mac championship. Any chance uh, Miami, Ohio pulls off an upset? I don't think so. I'm on Toledo. All right. I think I uh, agree with you there. Vandy at Mississippi State. Is that a game to even talk about? Does Mississippi State really have any chance? They're 13 and 2 at home, but they're horrible on the road. Um, I guess Mississippi State has the tiniest chance to get back into the mix, but I don't think so. Does Mississippi State handle business at home against Jerry Stackhouse? There, uh, Mississippi State has not been impressive of lately. They're, they're one of the biggest disappointments loss. this year, dude. Agreed. They were they brought in a you know a bunch of you know pretty big names like Garrison Brooks and Rocket Watts and uh, a couple other guys. Uh, we thought they were going to be better. We thought they were going to be a tournament team this year, and uh, I'd, I, I'll I'll take them at home here. But chances are they are going to miss out, and they will they'll be playing in the in the uh, NITs. Uh, th- we got a big one going on in the A Sun at the same time. I'm taking state. I'm taking Hale State at home, by the way, too. Um, Jacksonville is at Florida Gulf Coast. Liberty and Jacksonville are tied for first. They split in the regular season. Jacksonville's won five in a row. Florida Gulf Coast is just two games behind them. Um, so this is a, a pretty big game going on here. It's the final game of the season, though. So I don't think they have a legit shot. I mean, I guess Florida Gulf, uh, Florida Gulf Coast is battling for seeding, but uh, Jacksonville has a chance to get a, uh, a, 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 a share of their championship. So I'm going to take the Dolphins on the road to get it done. Uh, against the Florida Gulf Coast Eagles. What are you doing? What are you doing there, dude? Your Dolphins have been red hot lately. I think you were kind of uh, ahead of the curve on Jacksonville. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast also, you know, you know, four and one in their last five, including just knocking off Liberty in overtime. But I'm with you. You got to ride the hot hand, and that is the Jacksonville Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, man. And, and FGC is playing better too. But uh, I agree. Um, it looks like Furman, I'm sorry. Uh, Ch- uh, Chattanooga is locked up the one seed. The two seed is up for grabs. That's crazy. They backdoored their way into um, the two seed is up for grabs in the SoCon tournament. Furman is at the Citadel. Now it was funny. I don't know if you caught my morning show there the other day, Nick, or my daily show. When I said the Citadel, their favorite there, they, they were getting like 10 points. Um, at Mercer, whatever the line was, I forget. I think it, it was like six and a half or something, wasn't it? I don't remember, but I know that I know that I said, "Well, it's the Soka, and that means the dog will win." <laughs> right, and and right. D- damn if damn if the Citadel didn't go to Mercer and win by four. Of course, because you know the the Citadel had a three game losing streak going into that game, so it only <laughs> makes sense to go on the road and beat the better team. Of course. Well, this is one where you say, "Well, Furman won by uh, by 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 twenty the first or nineteen by the the first outing." The Citadel is is going to be the the eight seed or the nine seed in this conference, but at the same time, uh, Furman is jockeying like uh, Samford could surpass Furman for the two seed. What are you doing here, Furman at the Citadel? Citadel. Well, Furman just lost to Samford, so they are coming off a loss. But Furman's also lost three of their last five. This is not as good of a Paladin team as usual. But you know, Furman's going to be like a, a seven point favorite. Yeah, jeez. Oh, I think I think I'm gonna go Furman. 
I think I'm going with Stump Mitchell's alma mater. Give me the Citadel. Uh, uh, I mean, how about this one? And by the way, we're going to get to these games uh, because I mean, the biggest game of the day I think is, is residing in the big East. I know there's a lot of great games going on, but there's a huge opportunity for a team that's never won the conference. There you go. And uh, well, but we got Butler at Marquette Marquette uh, playing for essentially getting the, uh, the four seed or the five seed. I mean, currently they're the five in, in the big East tournament. They're still, they, they still have three games left. So a lot of move maneuvering can be, ha- can be done, but Butler has, I, sh- I knew I should have locked them the other day, dude. Plus 10 plus 10. They only lost by two at Seton hall. Uh, Marquette Butler. Is there any way Butler beats Marquette? Well, they did uh, just uh, 12 days ago uh, at home by six, but um, Butler is on a three game skid. And I kind of like Marquette to bounce back from the loss at Creighton last time out. Uh, all depends on the line though. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm comfortable taking Marquette up to like minus five, minus six, maybe. Uh, but anything more than that, uh, Mar- Marquette's not playing quite as sharp as they were in like late January, early February. Um, all depends on the line here, but I, I do like the Golden Eagles to at least win straight up. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Marquette will will get revenge and and try to head in. Like I said, they could potentially grab the four seed, maybe even the three seed if if the losses come in the right way. I don't know how the Big East tournament breakdown is, but a four seed might mean a first round bye, which is usually huge. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to ask you about the Horizon League because you're Detroit. Uh, what the hell are they? The Titans? They are. Did they, they win tonight? They did, I they believe. I, I I believe they pulled it out. Yeah, they won by seven. Boom! Told so, you. So right now, C- Cleveland State has a uh, a one game lead. One game lead on uh, on on what IPFW. By the way, IPFW beat Oakland by eleven tonight. IPFW stays red hot. Oakland is is falling apart, man. Well, they're currently. I mean, what if this if the tournament started today for the Horizon League, they would be the sixth seed, the sixth seed, um, which is crazy. They were the two seed just just I don't know two weeks ago or a week ago. But IPFW with Cleveland State losing, first off, IPFW has now won eight games in a row, buddy. Eight. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. They could win this conference. Nobody had Purdue, Fort Wayne, your Mastodons anywhere near winning the Horizon. There we go, buddy. Um, they are at Detroit. But here's what's crazy is is you look at this this matchup. Detroit could potentially play themselves into a much higher seed themselves. So uh, now this is the final game of the season, but Detroit could still move into a spot. Potentially it's looking like they're going to be a five seed, but if they lose, they could drop down as far as an, uh, a, what a set an eight seed. It's a big game. IPFW could win the horizon league buddy um, or get a share of it. At least if they get the dub, that is why I'm going to take IPFW to win I get it. Detroit is undefeated at home. They're eight. zero at home. I'm taking IPFW to get the win. I'm on Detroit, man. Make it nine and zero. their last three games. They beat Northern Kentucky, Wright state. And then they beat uh, your Cleveland state tonight. So 
Detroit's on a roll. Uh, no, no, no. There's only one team that's on a roll in the Horizon League, and that's the guy. That's the guys of IPFW who have the longest win streak <laughs> in the in the fucking Horizon League. All right, their their role is more impressive, but uh, you know, going to Motor City, you know, you know, going to Detroit. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. This is a, a you know a, a lunch pail kind of team here. They're gonna grind it out, and the Titans are gonna get the win. You should have listened tonight, and you you should listen Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this could be a useless game we got going on. Navy Colgate, Colgate's got a three game lead. They have locked up the one seed, and Navy playing for the two seed here. Do we perhaps take the midshipmen in the points? First off, Colgate's won eleven straight, but Navy, if they lose, they could end up the three seed. Because if Boston wins, they could steal the two seed. So we have uh, Navy at Colgate. Do you think the the Raiders lay down a little bit? I might think Colgate wins here. They're just Navy is not as good this year as they were last year, uh, but they still managed a twelve and five conference record and still nineteen and nine overall. And they've won four out of their last five. Uh, a lot of close games in there though. Um, I'm going to go Colgate and I'll lay uh, I'll say I'll lay like up to eight. Interesting. Interesting. Um, one, one tidbit to add in about the Friday night, Harvard Princeton game is Princeton is playing for the Ivy league championship, essentially for the one seed, the regular season championship. Cause Princeton's a half game back. Yale is in first place. Now Yale needs to win and they are at Cornell Cornell's in fifth place. But if Cornell gets a dub, they could get the fourth seed providing Princeton beats. Uh, what was it? Harvard. So here we are. Yale Cornell mix. Uh, this is, this is the fun of late February college basketball. Any chance uh, Cornell pulls off the upset, Nick? They uh, any any chance any of us are going to be watching this game at two o'clock on Saturday with all these other good games on? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have God's eye, I'd say there's a there's a pretty good chance. Uh, here, uh, let me just ask. Uh, let me ask uh, our guy Pick Dundee what what his chances are on that uh, right now. Um, God damn it, man! I'm late on this, man. I'm late. I think I know where you're going here. I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going, but I, I can't find it, man. Gosh, I had this thing up here. You're rusty. You're washed. Uh, you know what it is, man? Is normally I have the the soundboard on the right hand. Oh, it sounds on, like excuses. It's on the left side of it. So here's the chance. What are your chances? Fair. What are your chances of getting out of here with that jacket on? <laughs> Better than average. <laughs> Better than average with God's eye that you're going to be watching. Uh, that we're going to have that game on, buddy. Um, moving along. Cause I don't want to bore you with Ivy league stuff. Any chance N- <laughs> NC state upsets North Carolina and just completely, completely deals them a, a death blow. To- I mean, it, it's hard to get a read on the Tar Heels this year. They did beat NC state by 20 on January 29th. 20, uh, and they, were they, also lost by, the- they were up by 44 that? in that game at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that game was a, 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 a total, you know, uh, destruction, but they did lose to the Wolfpack in Raleigh last year, if that means anything. But this, I, I, you can't pick NC State here, can you? I mean, I, I think you got to go Tar Heels. But this is why the game needs to be viewed on one of the TVs on God's eye because Kevin Keats. I'm hearing that that they're going to pull the plug on him, right? It's a damn shame because I think there's pieces there for next year if Manny Bates comes back and uh, if uh, 
Sebron uh, and Tequervia Smith are back, then that, that's a pretty good trio to start with, especially if if Helms has any eligibility left, which I'm not positive. But if if that's that's a pretty good starting four out of five at least. But yeah. look, I mean, he hasn't he hasn't had any results in four or five years, so I guess you can't blame them for moving in the other direction. I like Keith personally; I think he's a good dude. But uh, he did a, a great job at UNCW, but obviously ACC is a step up, and his results just haven't been there. And and I mean, but what a way to go out right now! If you can deal a death blow to the to the Tar Heels, or they're currently a ten seed, they're not in by that much, man. It's very possible. We've seen UNC get beat by teams where it's like, what? Like, you know, just when you think they're like turning a corner and playing like consistent basketball, they'll lay an egg. So it's possible. Uh, do I need to mention the pit game? The pit game recent. That was even in Chapel Hill. Uh, Texas is at West Virginia. Is there any chance that West Virginia shows up and takes down the Longhorns? Look, to stick it to the Longhorns. They're only going to play with three more times that we know of. Um, you think anybody in West Virginia carries? It's not like they've been in the Big Twelve that long. Well, no, I think they care you know? because they were almost there was speculation that they could end up being left an independent. Well, okay, so fans care. I don't know if the players really care, yeah. but West Virginia is just one and twelve straight up in the last thirteen games. Uh, I'm not. I'm not taking them. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I'm not taking them. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, if it if they're getting nine, I'm taking them. I'm on Texas. Really? Kentucky Double digits, maybe 12, 12 and up. I might, I might go Mountaineers. Kentucky is at Arkansas in one of the best games of the day. Kentucky currently ranked number six, Arkansas ranked number 18. Uh, Arkansas has won first off they're 15 and one at home. They've also won, I believe 11 of their last 12. Meanwhile, wildcats are five and four on the road for the season. It's crazy. They only played four or what nine road games. Um, what are you doing here, buddy? Well, first off, let's just say it's been pretty remarkable what Kentucky has done without Wheeler and Ty Ty the last couple games, and they've still beat LSU and Bama. Uh, you know, so and it's kind of hard to pick this game right now, not knowing uh, the health of those two guys. I think both are expected back soon, so there's a chance both plays here. Um, you know, Arkansas is 11 and four ATS in conference games. It is in Arkansas. Kentucky has been doing whatever they can to get these W's against good teams. If they don't, if they're not healthy here, if they're missing one or especially both those guys, I think I might go Razorbacks. I think I'm going Razorbacks too. We're agreeing way too much on this episode. We have a gigantic game going as far as, uh, as, as perhaps, you know, I think Iowa State I'm seeing as an eight seed right now, which is crazy to me too. Um, Kansas State is the first eight out. Iowa State is at Kansas State in Manhattan. This might be a lock. I'm taking K State to win against against Iowa State in Manhattan. Nick, what are you doing? And and you would figure that they're probably a couple a dog by a couple points or so. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Well, Kansas State beat Ames in overtime. I'm sorry, they beat Iowa State in Ames in overtime uh, a few weeks ago. Kansas State is probably, you know, currently on the wrong side of the bubble. So it means more to them and they are at home and you know the crowd will be lit. Yeah, I'm with you. Come on, lock it up, buddy. I know we don't have a line, but still <laughs> right. sounds good to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just sounds good. <laughs> 
Uh, Cleveland State's at Oakland, Nick. Like I said, IPFW could win it, win it outright if Oakland beats Cleveland State. It's at Oakland. This is an awesome game because look, if Oakland loses and Youngstown State wins, Oakland will end up being the the eight seed <laughs> or what? The uh, no, the seven seed. The seven seed. They're currently the six seed. That's crazy. Uh, as of like a ten day stretch, like they were the two seed fighting for the one seed. They might end up the seven seed, and we're talking in the Horizon Basketball League. Um, any chance uh, the Golden Grizz find their way and get a dub? Against uh, the Vikings of Cleveland State, I think you got to go Cleveland State, man. I mean, yeah. like, like I said, Oakland is something is not right there. Uh, two and six in their, in their last eight, you know, with with some losses to IPFW to uh, Youngstown State, you know. So I think you got to roll Vikings here. Yeah, I'm not going to talk much about this next matchup, Cle- uh, Clemson Boston College, because it's irrelevant. Virginia Tech at Miami. Virginia tech can still play their way into this thing, dude. This is a big, well, actually it's kind of big for both schools because it is huge. Miami's a 10 seed. So that, that means you're not huge. that far in. What are you, what are you doing here? Uh, do you think the the hurricane get it done? Uh, well, so uh, yeah, I mean, so like what Miami, uh, according to Lenardi again, you know, uh, Miami is in the last four buys and uh, Virginia tech not mentioned yet, but they're still, you know, hovering around the bubble somewhere. Yeah. Miami won by three in Blacksburg. That was a game where I think Virginia tech was favored by five or something. And where Charlie, we said the Moore, smelled, Charlie right? Moore hit a half court shot to win that game. Right, right. Uh, Hokies have won four out of, out of their last five. I think this is kind of a revenge game. I'm going to go Virginia Tech. Mm, man, we're agreeing too much. We're agreeing too much. We've got AM at Old Miss happening too. That's kind of irrelevant, but this is relevant. Seton Hall at Xavier. Um, Xavier, man, did they give us a classic last night? I, I, I don't know if you had a chance to watch that today, but Providence Xavier, nominee for one of the best games of the season. Triple overtime. Um, here we are. Uh, what Providence? I'm sorry. Xavier is. Uh, man, they have. That's what's crazy. They are currently the eighth seed in the Big East right now. Right. Well, I mean, lately they have been very good. Uh, one one and five straight up in their last six. So Seton that, Hall. That's though, what happens. <laughs> Seton Hall though is the sixth seed. Uh, Xavier's just one game back one game back, man. And uh, guess what? If Xavier was to win, they would have split the regular season. It's in Cincinnati. I think Xavier's going to beat Seton hall, Nick. <laughs> you said it, man. I, I hate to agree with you again. Uh, Xavier is just four and 12 ATS in, in conference games, which makes them bottom 10 in the country. Whew. But the only loss by two at Seton hall back on February 9th, uh, you know, they just lost two tough road games, road games to Providence and Yukon. I think back home, it's about time they win one. I think they can knock Seton Hall off. There's not that much separation between these two teams. Give me Xavier at home. Uh, CUSA, La Tech at North Texas. Now La Tech is three games back from North Texas. There's three games left. Mathematically, they're alive. All right. Um. I know you seem to be really high on La Tech. You think they cover in Denton? 
So uh, yeah, hey, we mentioned last night I was locking up La Tech. I think they were minus four and a half. They are up by seven with forty-five seconds left. Obviously, still up in jeopardy there. Hopefully, they can pull that out for me. Um, I like La Tech. I've liked them all year, but I don't like them as much as I do North Texas. Um, could be a close game. I think North Texas. Uh, I, I, I'm definitely leaning in their direction as long as that that spread isn't like above five or six. I think I go North Texas. Yeah, I mean they've only won like they're what are they, eighteen and one in their last nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good, huh? You don't fade the mean green right now. Auburn at Tennessee, one of the games of the day. Nick, um, Tennessee has been fire at home, fire at home, and uh, you look and and Auburn's got a one game lead on if Kentucky beats. Arkansas and Auburn loses, they'll be tied. Now I think Auburn does have the tiebreaker, but Tennessee's just two games back. And by the way, Arkansas is just two games back. So, and Arkansas has the tiebreaker on Auburn. So if Arkansas beats Kentucky and Auburn loses to Tennessee at Tennessee, Arkansas will be the one seed in the SEC tournament. If it started on Sunday. <laughs> a lot of you ifs. love you love all these scenarios, man. Stor- uh, juicy storylines. What if I told you also that South Carolina is, in, is sitting there in sixth place in the SEC? <laughs> Pretty crazy, man. They, and nobody's talking about yes. it. But and you know the other thing, the other storyline, if you want, is Auburn is trying to hold on for a one seed in the NCAA's. That's yeah. big. Yeah, that's true. A one seed in the S- in the SEC tournament. Okay, that's nice. But does it does it matter as much as a one seed in the NCAA's? I. I I would argue. Uh, look, I, I jokingly, you know, said on Twitter uh, within the last week or so, it, Auburn is basically Rutgers of the SEC. <laughs> yeah, they are. Though. Meaning, I thought that you were spot yeah. on with that. You were spot on I, with that. I meaning thought, that they're excellent at home and on the road. They just continually struggle and just barely win. Or we finally we saw them loss uh, lose to Florida. Uh. They're they're three and six ATS on the road this season. I think I think you go Tennessee. I think you go Tennessee too. All right, I really do. I think I mean they're probably going to be getting some points too. So I think you grab that thing and uh, yeah, I think that's the play. That's an uh, just a gigantic game going on in the Southeastern Conference. So um, the the slate is loaded, folks. The slate is absolutely loaded. Uh, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Stable Duel. All right, Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can cash as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, make sure you get the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is free to download in the App Store, or Google Play Store. And uh, with that, you get access, like I said, all of our picks. Some of these picks, we don't know the lines yet. We have you covered Saturday, Sunday, every day. Every single day of the college basketball season, we got you covered on the SGPN app. So grab that thing and let it ride. All right, just a fantastic slate Saturday. We got we just talked Auburn, Tennessee. Now we hop into uh, well, Florida State at Virginia. Nick UVA still alive to make the NCAA tournament. They're on the outside if the season started today, or if the, if the postseason started today. But Florida State's just two and eight in their last ten. Can the Wahoos? Get a dub. Florida State's been horrible on looking, the road too. I, I just just missed uh, La Tech laying four and a half to win by four. Jeez. Uh, so we're we talking Seminoles and Wahoos here. Yeah. 
I'll, I will be at this game on Saturday. So I got a little tour of uh, South central Virginia, I guess, if you will, I'll be at Richmond game Friday night. I'll be at uh, the UVA game Saturday. So if you're in Charlottesville and uh, you want to buy me a beer, hit me up. <laughs> there you go, uh, man. Don't, yeah, th- don't burn just- any tiki torches while you're there. Yeah, no, I, 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 my, uh, the, yeah, the trunk of my car is empty. <laughs> uh, Florida state is just two and nine ATS on the road. I mean, they have so many guys hurt right now. I think it's like, like three starters out or something. Caleb mills might be back for this game. You might want to pay attention to that. Uh, but I think you gotta, you gotta roll UVA here. They're playing really good ball. Uh, just split with Duke. Both games were great, you know? So I think you gotta go uh, Cavaliers. I got to touch base with this game here. I, I'm on, I'm all over Virginia in that game, by the way. Um, let's switch over and talk a little CAA. All right. And uh, you're in Virginia. Maybe you should make, maybe you should uh, No, I'm joking. Cause this game's irrelevant for their postseason, but <laughs> it is relevant for the fate of the CAA tournament. Towson is a half game behind UNC Wilmington who won tonight. Towson is at JMU JMU. Mm. This is, I believe, I believe, let me double check this because of COVID this year. This is the final game that JMU will ever play in the CAA. They have an opportunity or or, no ever ever. They have an opportunity to send a fuck you to Towson with the one seed. Do they get up for it? Do they get up for it there? Well, these teams just played yesterday and Towson won by 19. So they didn't get up for that. <laughs> uh, granted, that game was was at Towson. Uh, I got I got to roll Tigers, man. I think the Dukes are done. The Duke Total of Death, he said, uh, to quote Unbreakable. I'm going to go with JMU in an upset special. Okay, I think they want to back games. You might, you might be yeah. on something. Well, we, like last year, we saw how you know teams would play each other within a couple of days, and it, it just kind of crazy stuff happened. So you might be right. There you go. Uh, UCLA at Oregon state. Any chance the, uh, the Beavers pull off an upset? <laughs> no, no <laughs> chance in hell. Uh, Tulsa is on the road, Nick. And I got to ask you about this one because Tulsa is traveling to, a, well, I think one of the more toxic places in <laughs> college basketball. That is uh Greenville, North Carolina, Greenville, North Carolina. Now look, you, th- you may laugh this one off, but what you don't know is that ECU can still first off right now how about the fact that ECU if the if the postseason started today uh, i believe they would be a 8 seed that's pretty impressive <laughs> in in the AAC they can get the 7 seed for them it is for for them it is i mean and Tulsa is just 3 and 12 within the league but i mean just within the last 2 weeks they they beat Cincinnati they beat South Florida uh, they lost to ECU at home by two. This is going to be a close game here. I guess I'm going to go Pirates at home, though. That's what I'm talking about. You know, but I do enjoy seeing Frank Haith struggle. Yeah. He, he, Just in he's general, always been he's great at getting out of Dodge right in time. Yeah, but like, where does he go now? Like, he he's going he, he keeps going down like a slight notch. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know because Miami to Missouri was like a win, right? Isn't Missouri a Is better it? program? I don't know. Back then, I was. I don't know about now. I guess. I guess slightly. Yeah. 
we got a big game going on in the big South. All right. The big South. Look, we don't discriminate against conferences and college basketball here, but did you know, uh, actually it's not a big game. It's not because it is, it is look Longwood's in first place. Campbell's in second place, but I forgot Longwood has a six game lead. Oh, they're crushing yeah. it. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're okay. Let's move along. Uh, and Campbell sucks. VCU needs to avoid the loss at UMass because VCU can still win the A10. Any chance the Minutemen pull off the upset? I think it's possible. I mean, I'll, I'll probably ride Rams here, but uh, on the road, I mean, UMass is decent enough to to get up for some games. And and look, VCU usually they're a de, you know defensive oriented, low scoring team, so that lends itself to a possible upset. All that said, I think I'm on the Rams. I'm on VCU too. Uh, gigantic game going on in the WAC. I don't think this this. Uh, I'm looking at the records. It has not updated yet, but uh, Stephen F. Austin just beat Sam Houston State by two. That means, by the way, Stephen F. Austin's won eight games in a row. They're the hottest team in the WAC right now. But that means Stephen F. Austin would be the three seed. So right now, if the season ended, New Mexico State would be the one seed. Seattle two. Stephen F. Austin three. Sam Houston four. Um, but uh, Abilene Christian would be the five. Them and GC Grand Canyon are tied, or no? Grand Canyon has a little bit of a lead on them right now. Uh, Abilene Christian's at Stephen F. Austin though, and they're only one game or one and a half games back from SFA. Any chance uh, Abilene Christian pulls off the upset in uh, in uh, at Stephen F. Austin? Where the hell is that at? That that's in uh, what? I don't even know where that is. But uh, so, so somewhere <laughs> in Texas, in in Texas, all right. Texas, a big <laughs> well, ass state. Up. You know, you you you've piqued my interest here. So while I pulled up, what's your lean in this game? Home team. Yeah, because I mean, Stephen F. Austin's won eight in a row. They might be the best team. I mean, I, I still think New Mexico State's the best team in this conference. But Stephen F. Austin being red, red hot. I'm telling you, the new whack. It's a shame it's not going to stay together long. I'm all on board on this being a, a, a very fun conference. It's kind of the SoCon of the West to, in my opinion, <laughs> it's like, man, these teams are good. Short of short of like Chicago state. I know UT Rio Grande is having a down year, but the past two years, UT Rio Grande has been actually decent. Mm. So, uh, and you know, by the way, Stephen F. Olsen is, is a Nacogdoches, Texas. Wow. Wow. If I, if I pronounce it right, <laughs> uh, I'll take, I'll take two of those to go. Um, uh, <laughs> I think I'm on, I think I'm on the home team there too. Yeah, but the whack is fun, man. Uh, short of Chicago State, like a lot of those other teams are fun teams. Um, let's move along here. Any chance? Uh, well, I mean, maybe, maybe. Do we touch base on a little Southland fun, Nick? <laughs> Do we have to? Nichols. <laughs> what game? Nichols is one game out of first place. They are at Southeast Louisiana. What did they do tonight? Uh, Nichols they're is up, up 18. Up. Damn it. I should have locked that. I thought about I it. I locked him. I think they're laying only five and they're up what 18. I, up yeah. There. They're up 18 and, and they could still easily win the South and same with Southeast Louisiana. Really um, big game. I think Nichols is, Nichols is, is the best team there. Go. Yeah. Go with them. Georgia tech at Notre Dame. Any chance uh, your Irish uh, or the Irish do you a, fa- a favor with the, uh, you know, how Duke is, is barely up on them. What by a game? I think. Yeah, it's a game. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, we've been saying it for a while now. Notre Dame is good at home, and what the hell is Georgia Tech? So no, I, I don't see them coming into South Bend and and pulling off an upset there. 
Yeah, I think I think uh, they're, they're money at home in South Bend, so I'm going to take Notre Dame as well. Depends what that line is though. What if that's twelve? That's twelve. I might go Yellow Jackets. Uh, Missouri Valley. Two p.m. Sorry, I got half an eye on this DePaul Georgetown game here. What's that score? I locked that. I, I bet that. So keep me posted on that. I think DePaul. I think DePaul just won by three, and we're laying two. No, I think we're good. I think I, I think I got it at two and a half. That still hits. I think though. But uh, uh, Loyola Chicago is at Northern Iowa. Nick, the one seed is on the line here. Both these teams are tied for Huge first game. place. They're tied for first place. Um, and Mississippi, uh, sorry, Missouri State and Drake are only one game back. So this conference is going down to the wire. How many games does no, this? This is the last game left? of the season. This, this, this is yeah, it. Yeah. Oh wow, this is a, this is must so watch I, TV. Yeah, I don't know how the the uh, tiebreakers are. You know, so <laughs> obviously one of these teams is going to lose, and the loser is done. Uh, well, no, I think that means the I think that means the winner wins. Yeah, obviously, yeah, Loyola won by twenty seven. Slow here. This <laughs> Loyola won by twenty seven at uh or at home against Northern Iowa. Meanwhile, uh Northern Iowa has been red hot with the exception of that game. With the exception like Northern yeah. Iowa over the past 15 games is like I think 13 and 2. So, the question is who's going to who's going to win this thing? I'm going to I'm still going to go Loyola. I think it's no, I'm not. I'm I, going I'm Northern gonna, Iowa. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to go, go Northern, Northern Iowa. Yeah, I, think, I think AJ uh, Green's just, health especially yeah. with a home game, Northern Iowa, the stands, I mean, the fans are going to be crazy, you know, with the conference on the line, you got to go home team. I agree with AJ green being back to, to healthy too. Cause that was, that was a, a big problem for the Panthers early in the year. Duke is at Syracuse, yeah. Nick, any chance Bayheim Shisheski. <laughs> is this the last time we see it? Probably, unless obviously in the ACC tournament, or should I even dare say the NCAAs? If it is the NCAAs, if there's a third matchup and it's in the NCAAs, that means Syracuse wins this game, I'd say, because right now they are on the outside looking in. They obviously they need this game more, uh, but they did lose by 20, you know, to Duke uh, in Durham on January 22nd. That was with Jesse Edwards, their big man. Uh, I mean, Duke's won five in a row in the series. Uh, sorry, Syracuse. I don't see how you do it, but uh, like we were saying last night, I mean, they have shooters. If they just get like unconscious from deep, the three ball is the ultimate equalizer and it gives any team a chance, including Syracuse, Syracuse remaining schedule home to Duke at North Carolina, home to Miami. The, the, the tournament Dude. starts now for Syracuse. Seriously, I mean that's that's opportunity. That's opportunity knocking. Uh, I'm on Duke too. St. Bonaventure's at St. Joe's. Any chance uh, does Bon? Th- that could be a lock right there. Bonnie's on the road. Bonnie's are red hot right now. They're playing great ball. These are finally finally rolling. So I think you got to go Bonnie's, right? Yeah, we got a rematch of the Apple Cup. Man, I should have locked last night. I thought about locking uh, Washington plus what was it, ten and a half. Uh, they lost by eight, and they were up some of that game or a decent amount of that game. That we get the rematch in Seattle, Nick. Any chance? Uh, look, could Washington State still find themselves in the NCAA tournament? They're fifteen well, and before, twelve. 
before we hit on that, South Dakota State in overtime wins by four, and they covered. Man, <laughs> we got so many, so many, you know, tight lines going down to the wire. Man, shop to you, drop people. Basketball, shop to you, drop. Uh, Washington State gonna win in Seattle, Nick. Yes, but I could see that game if, like, if the Huskies are getting double digits, maybe, maybe choose them. I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet on on Washington though. Skip that game. <laughs> Skip it. Uh, well, this game is a uh, this game is is catastrophic for for the NCAA tournament and uh, for the SEC tournament because right now, did you know Alabama and South Carolina are tied? <laughs> So technically South Carolina is tied for fifth place in the, in the sec, right? If Tennessee loses and South Carolina wins, South Carolina will be just one game back from Tennessee. Gamecocks <laughs> are at Alabama. What are the odds? And what are you doing in this game with the Gamecocks winners of, I mean, they've been red hot lately. This is what's crazy. Frank Martin under the radar. They thought, Oh, he needs to retire. He says, "Fuck you. We've won uh, what five straight." <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I've only watched one South Carolina game this year. Is when they beat Florida State like before Christmas. They look solid there. You know, they're just quietly flying under the radar more so than any other Power Five team in the country. If they yeah. win this game, you got to think because I mean, you can't keep the. I mean, the SEC is really good this year. You wouldn't be able to keep the fifth place team out of the S uh, out of the NCAA tournament, would you? You wouldn't think so. And let me tell you, I mean, as far as uh, if we're talking about just conference games, ATS records, Alabama is two and thirteen ATS, tied for worst in the country, which is crazy Damn. to think of a team that's ranked and they have that bad of an in conference ATS record. I guess all signs are saying to take South Carolina and the points because Bama will probably be laying seven or eight. I think it might even be higher. Uh, South Carolina well, doesn't get any respect. I, I still don't re- totally respect him either, but uh, but I am going to take the points here. <laughs> uh, that's a must-watch game. Texas Tech at TCU. Any chance Jamie Dixon's bunch gets a top ten win? Well, it's funny. I just mentioned a team that was tied for worst in conference ATS record. Well, uh, actually Texas tech has the best ATS in conference record in the country, 13 and two. And they're just a game and a half back from Kansas. Yeah. You, you don't believe them. You, you still don't believe in the, in the red Raiders. You know, you've been talking a lot of shit about the red Raiders. I, I just think uh, they're, they have a ceiling and I'm just, I'm, I'm worried for them and their, their lack of scoring. They go on scoring droughts. Good, very good defensive team, athletic, uh, not the best shooting team. And I think that can come to bite you, you know, come March, if you hit like a really, you know, hot team, that's, you know, hot from deep, uh, like say that, say like a couple years ago, like if this Texas tech team ran into Syracuse, you know, um, I'm more sold on this Texas tech team than you. I think they have scoring options. Uh, I think part of the problem has been, they haven't been fully healthy all year. If you yeah. look, if you look at their like uh, their the just pull up like their player stats, you'll go through and see, man. Well, Terrence Shannon has only played twelve games. Uh, right, McCuller missed games. Um, you go through the line of arms missed games. I mean, uh, just a slew of players missed games. I'm more than that. Well, what's the spread here? Red Raiders minus eight. Probably. I, I'm going to ride with TCU though on this one. I do. I do think TCU. I think the play. so. 
I think Texas Tech can win, but I just, you know, these games in the Big 12 are, are usually pretty tight. And uh, I do like home dogs in this conference, especially if it's a, you know, a rather big dog, like, you know, eight or nine points or so. We're talking Big Ten. Well, Purdue has a chance to, uh, you know, we talked on Purdue at Michigan State and how they're tied with Wisconsin. Wisconsin unfortunately has to go to Rutgers, so lock up the Scarlet Knights. <laughs> that they're they're not they're not winning that thing, right? No, I, I mean uh, LeBron and the Lakers. That's you know, what I'm saying. Go into Rutgers right now and beat them. <laughs> this is a done deal. Uh, I guess. I, mean, I guess. So. What is this line going to be? Is Vegas going to be hip to this, or is this going to be? I mean, Wisconsin's the number thirteen team in the country. Uh, I think Rutgers. I think it's like Rutgers minus two. I'm I'm still taking Rutgers. I think I think you got to. I mean, <laughs> at what point? At what point do you just you know go with the trend, right? I think yeah. you got to go Scarlet Knights. <laughs> I'm still taking them for sure. Um, especially like wow, Wisconsin barely beat Minnesota last night on the road. Well, right. I mean, Rutgers is much better at home than Minnesota is. Um, what else do we got going on? Uh, we got a CUSA matchup: uh, Western Kentucky at Middle Tennessee. Nick, um, this game is—they have three games left. So Western Kentucky, this is a huge game actually, because Middle Tennessee is in first place. Western Kentucky's three games back. There's three games left for each team. So if if Western Kentucky gets this this win, it will be down to what uh, two, one and a half. Um, this is huge going on in uh, Murfreesboro there. We got a big one. Well, somehow they covered tonight. And, you know, obviously we were recording the pod while the game was wrapping up, but I think Middleton state was up by like three with 30 seconds. They ended up winning by nine and covering the six and a half. So uh, dude, I'm telling you, I've been on the blue Raiders of late and they have not steered me wrong. I don't see any reason to jump off that ship. Now give me uh, those guys from Murfreesboro. This, these stats are pretty, pretty nice here. M- Middle Tennessee's 13 and 0 at home, which I think is now 14 and 0 at home. Uh, they've won seven in a row or six in a row. Meanwhile, Western Kentucky's won seven in a row. Damn. So, something's got to give in the CUSA. Sign me up for that one. Um, what else do we got here? Louisville wake. I, I, I feel like I have to mention this because is there any chance that wake forest finds himself on the outside. That's what I mean is like wake forest. If you ask me who's better wake forest or, or Michigan state, I think, I think I say wake forest. All right. Well, let's so jump into wake forest here. They are what? 21 and eight overall 11 and seven within the league. I think in previous seasons, that would be a no brainer for NCAA tournament team. Now, I guess if you want to talk about good wins at a conference, the only win of note was Northwestern. If that is of note, <laughs> uh, really? I mean, they had a, a soft out of, uh, they played LSU and they lost by 14. That was really the only tough team they played. So they beat Virginia tech. They're a bubble team. They beat Syracuse. They might be a bubble team. They beat UNC and UVA who are bubble teams and they beat Notre Dame. So, you know, I guess if you dig in a little bit deeper, they don't have a whole lot of quality wins, but if you catch them on the right game, they look pretty damn good. Um, They have lost three out of the last four. So look, they need to beat Louisville and NC state to finish their regular season. Do that. And you're 23 and eight and 14 and seven or uh, 13 and seven in the league. I mean, they, they have to be in. 
Yeah, but I did see them. Uh, I know Lenardi has them a nine. I saw them in what's the other guy's name that does bracketology? I forget his Palm, name. Palm Jerry Palm. I saw him as a ten there. When you're a ten seed, yeah. that means you're not safely in. True. Um, we'll see uh, as as things shake up there. Uh, what are those? Well, I mean, th- this Saturday is just loaded. Sam Houston State at Grand Canyon has implications. You got to lean there. It's in Grand Canyon, so you got to go Grand Canyon, right? I think so, but Sam Houston State's been playing really good ball lately. Even tonight, just losing by one on the road. So I think uh, again, I think if it's like a five or six point spread, I think the game is going to be tight. So if if so, give me the points. Uh, Nevada at Wyoming. Any chance? Because uh, Wyoming still could, still could, I believe, because they they have I think a couple games left. Right? Did I see that last night? Yeah. So so Wyoming still could get the the top seed in the Mountain West. They take care of uh, Grant Sheerfield, Nevada in uh, Laramie. Well, they won by ten, you know, in Reno. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think they're just the better team, and they're at home now. Sure. Yeah. All right, we got an upset special potentially. Arizona is in Boulder, Colorado, and if Colorado <laughs> wants to play themselves back into the NCAA tournament, first off, Colorado's won five in a row. They they're playing as we speak, I believe, uh, and they're actually losing at halftime right now. Oh um, man. By a lot, by eleven, right? Okay, so I have it as fifty-four thirty-six Arizona State over Colorado. Right now, no, I have it at, at eleven. Um, you might be ahead of me. Maybe they're making a, a push. But that's a huge one because Colorado's going to need that. That would be a bad loss if Colorado was to win that. They'd be nineteen and nine, and they're hosting the number two team in the country. I would be willing to think if they got that win, that would might throw them up into the mix because I I think I saw them not far out on some projections. Um, the question is, I don't think they're, I think they're too young, man. I think Arizona, yeah, I, I think, think, I think Arizona is going to lay it to lay it on them. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got Arizona's kind of running away with the pack 12. They're up two and a half games on USC and UCLA. I do want to see what Arizona does at Utah tonight. It's a tough, it's a tough little road trip here at Utah. And then two days later at Colorado, because Let's face it. Yeah, I don't think they're amped up for these games. You yeah. know, uh, and Altitude, yeah, both home yeah. courts have pretty good home court environment. So uh, I could see potentially these games being closer than expected. But Arizona is just that good where I don't see them losing either. Uh, I'm probably going to go Wildcats too. Depend what if it's like ten or eleven. I think I might go Buffs though. But uh, Kansas is at Baylor. Game of the day. Perhaps I, I actually have one game slated higher than this, but Kansas at Baylor. This is for all the marbles in the Big Twelve. Well, I guess Texas Tech might have something to say about that. But here we go again. This rivalry has really kind of turned into something the past three years. Um, that now they still have games. They have uh, several games. So technically, Kansas could still lose this and still win the Big Twelve. But um, this is the one we've been waiting for, I think, folks. Uh, Kansas' remaining schedules, at, besides Baylor, is at TCU, home to TCU, and home to Texas. Baylor's remaining schedule is uh, obviously this game, and then at Texas, and then home to Iowa State. So Baylor probably got a little bit easier of a schedule. Um, what are you doing here? I'm taking Baylor. Ah, uh, you broke up on me there for a second, dude. Our connection has been shitty these last couple pods. Um, yeah, so hopefully I'm not repeating anything you said because I did just you know miss it the last few seconds. But also at stake is a one seed in 
the NCAA is currently Kansas is projected as a one seed, Baylor as a two seed. Uh, if you recall, Kansas won by what uh, twenty four at home. I think Baylor circles that, and I think they're in, you're in Waco now. I mean, Kansas is playing really good ball right now. They deserve that one spot, but uh, I think I think this is a game where where maybe you take a home dog. I think I might be locking up Baylor. I, I feel pretty good about Baylor beating Kansas here. That confident? Okay, I do. I mean, they were dinged up. They didn't have a lot of. They didn't have a what's his name, Crier or a. They they were missing several players in that game, so I, I think the play is to take the uh, the Baylor Bears here. Uh, moving along, Nick Missouri at LSU. I know LSU has been losing everything lately. Is there any chance that Missouri deals LSU a loss in Baton Rouge? I don't know, man. I mean, Missouri, you know, they they'll come up and uh, surprise you know a team that may be overlooking them. But just the way LSU was playing in that Kentucky game, granted, you know, Kentucky came back and won. I think I'm on the Tigers here. They've been disappointing for the last month or so after getting off that hot start. But I think LSU wins this. Yeah, I'm trying to see what 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 they're projected as because they have been they're six seeds still too. What? <laughs> Am I crazy for thinking like that? That's overrating them too. You know, usually I. Most years, I don't have too many qualms with what Lenardi has, and and this isn't really his hit like how he would rank them. It's more of his, of his projections on how the committee will rank them. Uh, but <laughs> we still have basketball left to be played, so we shouldn't get too twisted over over some of these rankings right now uh, and some of these seedings. But no, I agree. I think that's too high. I think they should drop them some. Uh, and that's not the only team, like we've mentioned some others like Michigan state. So yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would love to see Mizzou knock them off in Baton Rouge. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. Actually, I, I would bet that it would not happen, but maybe you yeah, catch a big especially, number, especially in Baton Rouge, maybe in Columbia, but not, not at, not at uh, LSU. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the game of the night here. Creighton at Providence. If Providence wins this game, Nick, they will win their first Big East championship, regular season championship ever. Really? Is that is that a, d- a definitive thing? Yes, yes, wow. it is. If they beat wow. Creighton at home with them winning last night, surviving last night in triple overtime against Xavier, if they beat Creighton, they only have one game left, and that's at Villanova, and that would be irrelevant. They would, no matter what, be the. I mean, here it is. This is it. You beat Creighton, you win your first ever Big East championship, and uh, and the the donut the Dunkin' Donut Center will be will be rocking. It'll be dipping. hopefully they can patch that roof. Yeah, they, come on, get it, get get some guy up there. All right, I'm sure sure they can find somebody. All right, Let's get get somebody over there up there patching Dude, that patching that roof. I'm on Creighton, man. I mean, look, Providence's last three wins have all been in overtime. But they're fifteen and one at home, and this is—they've never done this. I'm I on know. Providence. Place, I think Providence might blow them out. Oh man, dude! Whenever you have that many close wins in a row, you're bound to drop one. You gotta drop one of these. But Granted, don't you that think atmosphere that is gonna be crazy? They've never done this, so I think like they know what's at stake. But that's also a lot of pressure potentially. And also, but how about this? Creighton has has once what seven in a row. Creighton, I'm going Creighton, man. Screw it. I, you know, I just think that 
this conference is not going to be decided until the last round of games. Uh, so, uh, but I, I need to tell you this also. Uh, Creighton beat St. John's the other night by three. Correct. Remember? Right. Right. Ryan Nebhard broke his wrist. He's out for the year. Oh shit. I don't think I heard that really. That's, yeah. that's a big blow. Yeah. So that's that, their point guard. Yeah. That's, that's a big that's blow. One, that's their, their one of their top leading scores. If not their top, if memory serves me correct, there's he's like one or two for leading yeah. scorers too. That's tough, man. I got especially Providence. going into a hostile environment. Oh, I might have to go Providence then. I got Providence by 40. All right. They're gonna they're gonna lay it on them. I'm telling you, this place is gonna erupt. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Especially with that injury. All right. I'm on the Friars. There you go. Uh Stanford Cal. Look, that game's irrelevant unless the band comes on the court and someone smashes them. Uh Gonzaga at St. Mary's, Nick. Is there any? I, I guess we're seeing Gonzaga right now, up ten at halftime uh, against San Francisco. Last I checked, there's They're no up, f- up fourteen with eleven minutes. They got it. They got it in the I'm, bag. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I mean, I I think St. Mary's is probably slightly better than San Francisco, but that's kind of neck and neck. Uh, but obviously, you know, the second of a back-to-back tough road trips, I think St. Mary's could cover, make it a game, but I don't see them winning. Yeah, I don't either, man. I don't either. Um, CUSA UAB is at UTEP. Uh, UAB still mathematically alive. They need North Texas to lose, but they're mathematically alive. Uh, UTEP is pretty good too. I mean, they're sixteen eleven. Golding's having a good first year in in El Paso, considering how bad they were prior. Any chance upset in uh, El Paso? I don't think so. I think you've been a little bit higher on UTEP than I have. I think uh, UAB can take care of business. Boise state is at UNLV Nick and Boise state is currently the one seed is currently the one seed in the mountain West. If the mountain West tournament started tomorrow, Boise state would be one Wyoming two, Colorado state three, San Diego state four, but look out UNLV is in five Kevin Kruger. Do I need to just dial up this? Cause I think I need to, um, where is this? Uh, I think Tide turning. I see. As I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of. Tur- it's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> Did I say those words? <laughs> Did I say those words? Uh, Did dude, I say he had like an out of body experience where he's like, "What? What did I just say? What happened?" <laughs> dude, but what? This is this is a sneaky, a sneaky game because I I don't think you've you've. I mean, I'm not saying you personally, but the the listener, UNLV is red hot lately. If you look at, at the, I think like what they've won seven of their last 10 and even their losses were barely the only loss that they got their ass whooped was at Utah state. And that place is bananas. I think yeah, and, you know, in that stretch, they, they swept Nevada and they swept Colorado state and they beat Fresno. So, I mean, that's some of the best teams in the mountain West. The loss at Boise on February 11th was a six point game. Boise's going to be favored here by probably five or so. Uh, yeah, I think home dog here is very appealing, dude. Uh, it sounds crazy, but their remaining schedule is home to Boise, home to Wyoming, at New Mexico. Um, they, there could be some; sh- they could get the two seed potentially. And I'm not saying they're going to win all those. The pit is a hard place to win, but there's this conference is is sure to have chaos. I think down the stretch, with we Wyoming. need UV UNLV to be back. We need. Yeah. We need UNLV to have a really good program. There's no reason why they couldn't. They can't at least be like San Diego State. 
No, they should be even be you know? better than that because look, yeah, in the NIL era, what what better place to launder money than Vegas too? Uh, well, look, hey, I mean, back two years ago before COVID ruined our March Madness, San Diego State was a, a high seed. They were going to get like a yeah. what, like a th- two or a three two. or something. I think they were going to get like a two seed. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, San Diego State's been really good. I, I I want UNLV to at least be on that level, dude. That that season probably really damaged the future. I mean, Dayton was going to get a one UNL or San Diego state was going to get a two or three. Think about yeah. what that does for you yeah. long-term. Yeah. Uh, I, I got UNLV in an upset special. Give me I UNLV like in, in, uh, in paradise there. Uh, USC is at Oregon. Um, I, I, I like Oregon to complete the season sweep. And by the way, I I'm the, I'm a guy that locked up UCLA tonight. Currently Oregon up five in that one. Um, yeah, we're starting to get into games here where we don't even know what that team did, the, you know, the previous game. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to say right now. But uh, especially if Oregon loses to UCLA tonight, I think they can bounce back and beat the Trojans at home. I think they could win both. I mean, dude, when Oregon went at Arizona and almost won that game, it was a tie game with like 16 seconds left. It made yeah. me think that, man, if Oregon, or much like uh, Memphis, I said, like, man, if Oregon gets in. They could go far. There's there's a reason they were preseason number like eleven or twelve. If they find out they're right now, they're t- their first eight out. If they were to beat UCLA tonight and USC this weekend, they're going to get in. And then if they get in, they are as town. Ta- they are they're going to be like a twelve seed, and no one's going to want to play them. I'm telling and, you right now. And they got they got a good head coach who's done it in the uh, tournament before. So I agree. Uh, that is a big game there. Colorado State's at Utah State. That's another one. Colorado State's in position to get the uh, the one spot potentially if they win in in Logan. And guess what? Utah State's healthy. I think Utah State's going to beat Colorado State in Logan. I don't know, man. I think you know. I'm I've, I think I'm finally off of the Aggies. You know, losers of four out of their last five. It seems like whenever they do face the top of the conference, they lose. And I mean, you know, these some of these losses haven't even been that close. You know. 11 to Boise, uh, 19 to San Diego state, 13 to Nevada. This is all within the last five games. I, th- I think I'm on uh, the Rams, but not many of them in Logan. Right. And I feel like in Logan, they're a different team. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those were road games, the Nevada loss that was in Logan that was on February 11th. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on the Aggies. Upset special again. I got my Mountain West uh, upsets happening Saturday night. Check out that college basketball experience. Remember, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. I will, or sorry, 8 a.m. on the West, uh, 11 a.m. on the East. I'll be live talking best bets. So hop in and uh, talk some college ball with us. Uh, Nick, before I know we got to get out of here, but uh, Sunday, UConn at Georgetown. Well, if Providence did, does lose to Creighton, UConn is very much alive to win the Big East champion or the Big East one seed. So that's pending that. Um, no way the Hoyas win, right? No. Uh, Princeton Harvard rematch, which is fun. SMU at Houston. SMU is uh, Lenardi's the, the, first team the out. The rematch. Right? The rematch. Big game. And SMU's first team out to Lenardi. Dude, so SMU needs to be in over the likes of a freaking Oklahoma or something. I Come agree. on. I agree. They've had a good. They've had a good year, man. They have had a really good year. Um, but that you want to talk about one? You, they win that again. They're in. I think they're in, providing they don't lose to like I don't know ECU or something. But uh, yeah, but I expect Houston to win this one at home, getting revenge. Uh, well, 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. What about uh, Wichita State at Memphis? Any chance Memphis, you know, lays an egg in that game? Not at home. Um, see, because Memphis is one. Do you think at the end of the day, is Memphis going to be in the NCAA tournament? That's a tough question right now. I mean, right now, Lenardi has him in. And if anything, they're playing, uh, you know, they, momentum is on their side. They're playing really well right now. So I still don't trust them on the road. Uh, but if I had to say right now, yes or no, I'd say yes, they're in. Mm, that would be, that would be a dangerous team to face. They're a dangerous team with that talent, too. Yeah. I mean, Penny doesn't have much uh, tournament experience coaching, if any. <laughs> maybe, but, maybe he'll slap somebody and get suspended for five games, and then Larry Brown can coach him. <laughs> right? <laughs> Probably be the best move for them. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, what's going on? Uh, Illinois is at Michigan. Speaking uh, of slapping, <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of slapping, uh, uh, Phil Martelli's got to beat Illinois in, in in Ann Arbor. I'm surprised Illinois is down to Ohio State at home by like ten or so right now. No, but I've seen it by fourteen. I got it on the TV right is, here. But it is by fourteen. You're right. Uh, I mean, is it a bounce back spot then, or I mean, no? I don't know. I, I, Michigan's gonna beat him. Martelli's too good, so? man. He's right. he's a better coach. All right, we'll <laughs> they, see. They should ask Juwan Howard to slap more more, more <laughs> coaches. Uh, uh, Sunday, what else? I mean, we got a couple of games. Per, I mean, Mom and Sienna could. They be, should just make Juwan Howard be like the uh, strength and conditioning coach. You know, just some <laughs> some hot head that gets in the face and you know, smacks players around. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm all on board. He could be the Bobby the Brain Heenan for the uh, for the Michigan Wolverines. I like it. Um, Monmouth Sienna's got some implications in the MAAC. East Tennessee State, UNC Greensboro. Also, those teams can't win the SoCon, but conference implications are are going on there. St. John's at DePaul. St. John's that's that is a must-win game for the Johnnies. That is a must-win game. Uh, Indiana's at Minnesota. I want to say that's a huge game for the Hoosiers too, because last yeah. time I checked, they're a ten seed, um, and they're awful on the road. So maybe go Gophers there. Yeah, Nebraska at Penn State. That's one I, I like. Uh, I kind of like Penn State to win that one pretty big. I, I would say, uh, but not a huge sa- Sunday there. So enjoy that. Ohio State at Maryland. Any chance Maryland beats Ohio State, Nick? Sunday? Uh, no, probably not. Yeah, and that's our that's our slate. All right, that is everything oh. right there. Uh, wonderful weekend. NC Nick's going to be in Richmond and Charlottesville. Go check uh, check him out if he's in the area. Buy the guy a beer. Buy the guy an ice cream sandwich. I don't know something. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'll take the uh, former, <laughs> not the latter. <laughs> when's, when's the last time you had an ice cream sandwich? Uh, dude, I got I got young kids, so uh, we have <laughs> popsicles and ice cream sandwiches pretty often. So more recently than you'd think. <laughs> what type of pops? You got the uh, the uh, what the freeze pops or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Those cheap ass. You know, you buy, buy, buy like a box of a hundred or so. <laughs> oh man, those things are those things are are gold, man. I, st- <laughs> dude, I still love those in the things. summer. Yeah, in the summer, a hot up. day. There's nothing better than that. All right, so maybe you buy them a. Uh, what are those things called again? I feel like there's another name besides freeze pops. Uh, I always call them freeze pops, man. I don't know. Anyway, maybe uh, maybe we get the hell out of here because the, the audience is saying, "What the fuck are we talking about?" Uh, <laughs> I think it's time. Yes, uh, give the college basketball experience a follow, guys. Please give us an iTunes review. All right, the, the re- re- reviews are lagging a little bit there. Hop in there. Do that on iTunes. And if you do take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D show me that screenshot. I'll send you a college experience t-shirt at the Colby D on Twitter, NC Knicks at NC underscore N I C K come play DraftKings college basketball with us. Patty C's doing it. If Patty C's doing it, you got to get in. All right. Um, 
So uh, do that. And then uh, yeah, the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. The sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Subscribe to the college football experience. Don't forget the USFL gambling podcast, which kicks off April 16th. Subscribe to all of those. This is the college basketball experience weekend preview show. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Do you come from a land down under? A women go and men wonder. Don't you hear 